0: And welcome once again to the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rework Hour, brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at LuckyMojo.com. I'm your announcer, Papa Nude of Papa New.com in Omaha, Nebraska, and in just a moment we'll be joined by our co-host, Catherine Ironwood of LuckyMojo.com in Forestville, California, and Conjurman Ali of TheConjurman.com in Mission Viejo, California. This week we'll be joined by a special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, Laura Rivara, of, uh, of, of the Facebook page. You can locate her at the Cheshire House. R.I. in Providence, Rhode Island, bringing us today's topic on money, health, blessing. Afterwards, they'll take your calls and offer advice to address, ameliorate, and remediate your questions and problems about love, money, career, and spiritual protection using traditional African-American folk magic practices of hoodoo, conjure, or root work as divined and prescribed by the greatest spiritual hoodooists of our time. You can learn a lot just by listening, but if you're selected from among those who signed up at the Lucky Mojo forum at forum.luckymojo.com and called into the show, then you'll be on the air and receive a free consultation. We'll be going to the phones in just a moment, but first, let's catch up with our co-host, Miss Cat and Conjurer Ali. Miss Cat,
1: hello, and how are you today, Papa Newt?
0: Oh, I am busy. It was a beautiful day, so trying to get as much done before it gets cold again. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, we're we're having fluctuating fall weather. I just broke my own record for packing nine devil shoestrings. Uh-huh. I Ooh. I actually, yes, yes, I actually packed nine devil shoestrings in 11 minutes. I've never done that. Mm. It's usually 15 has been my record. Now I won't say it was the biggest hey. attack in the world, but <laughs> but I did it, and I um and put a call in to Leslie who picked up, and I told Summer, tell told Leslie to tell Summer to come pick him up. So if you hear heavy footsteps coming up the hall, that will be Summer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow, what a day. All right. Well, um, in other news, um, gosh. There isn't a much more other news. Um, just been, you know, hanging out, doing my thing. I had one of those strange weeks where all of my days, each day that I did readings, I on each day I had two Asian clients and one African-American. And that was, you know, the first couple of times you just go, oh, interesting coincidence. After you, that you go, is the universe trying to tell me something? Um Not only that, all of the Asian clients had Anglophonic first names, which were not their first names, you know, like Sandy or, I don't know, Teresina. I'm making those up. But they were, you know, just sort of, you know, European-sounding first names, but their actual first names were not those names. What does it mean? What is the universe trying to tell me? I don't know. So that's my news. What can you say? I mean, sometimes the world just hands you strange things like
2: Mm. "Hmm,
1: okay, you will have no readings from Caucasians, you will only have readings from Asians and and, um, Afro-Americans at the rate of two to one and all of the Asians will have nicknames like Andy or something. Mm. Uh, You know, I am a great believer in synchronicity and that there are messages Mm -hmm, to be found mm -hmm. in synchronicity. But sometimes the message eludes me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. What's your life like, Ollie?
3: You know, it's interesting that you actually say that because I was just talking to a friend the other day about how we were, uh, when we do readings for clients, that we often talk about uh, the type of work that they ask or the questions that they ask. Right. Like mm-hmm. we, we do this all the time. We discuss it like, oh, I've had a spate mm-hmm. of love clients or a spate of, of money clients or success mm-hmm. clients. But, but we often we often forget or, or to note is where the clients are calling from, because that is just as significant. So we literally have this conversation like not even four days ago. I'm like, it's interesting that we just kind of we, we forget to go oh, we have a spate of people calling from the South, or we have a group of people calling now who are completely international. They're not even Americans. Right. Uh, so it is, it's fascinating that you just have this conversation and you're going through this experience. But you're absolutely right. You do get them just as we get clients in waves coming for certain situations at certain times of the year. So, too, do we yeah. get people calling from certain places. So, like, yeah. I had a, a big uh, rush of Indian clients Toward the end of October mm-hmm. um, Literally all my All my readings were people from South Asian descent either Indian or Pakistan Or Bangladeshi, and they were all Calling uh, from either The United States or, or elsewhere Or setting up readings but they all had that Same background and it was just one of those Things where you go hmm that's interesting What is the universe telling me here
1: Well yeah now when I say Asian I'm counting South Asian, Southeast Asian and oh, East Asian go. And I and but but these people were not calling from those countries. All of them were calling from the United States. But they were oh. from from India, they were born in Indonesia, they were born in the Philippines, but of Chinese descent, they were born in Hawaii of Chinese descent and they were born in China. And it, oh, but it was a mix. It was total mix, total mix. And it was like at one point one of, because they were all giving me these fake names I mean, no, I'm not shouldn't say fake. They were all giving me these Anglo nicknames, you know, that were just like, you know, com- kinda of random, you know. I mean, they were just like, they picked, the names didn't even sound like they're Asian names. You know, they were just Mm. other other names. So, and I'm like, okay, this is a woman. Did she marry a guy with a Cantonese last name? Or am I out of my mind? And she's actually
2: Mm. Cantonese,
1: right? Mm -hmm, mm
2: -hmm. So
1: I finally, you know, I'm like, uh, um, this isn't, what what, what is your birth name, dear? (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, it was very, very – it was just strange. Uh, and then, of course, in between that, there was everybody calling from Atlanta, Georgia. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, there, there's that too. Um, and then it all kind of came to a head when um, a a, uh, a customer came into the shop, and he was obviously an African-American man from the U.S. And I said, where are you from? And he goes, Australia. I'm looking at him and I'm going, this is not an aboriginal. I've met aboriginals. This is not. And he, he, he was like ex-military and retired to Australia. And he didn't ah. to be in the Bay Area, you know, visiting family or whatever.
2: Oh, interesting. Was, interesting. It was,
1: yeah, I just, I went, okay, it's International House Week. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think actually he was from Atlanta. That was right. He was from Atlanta, and because uh, I because he hadn't seen a shop like ours, he said in a long time, and I
3: mentioned a couple
1: that were in Atlanta, and he knew them.
3: <laughs> it really is a kind of wonderful testament of the times we're living in, though, right? This kind of really really global community. Yeah. I mean, just imagine someone from from Indonesian background calling up Lucky Mojo for a reading or, or missionary, like that's that's actually really cool.
1: It's cool, and it's also a little humbling, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. of course, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like reveal all your secrets, Countryman Ali. But you <laughs> kind of, you have a name that treads several, you know, realities there.
2: I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's safe. a
1: Muslim name, but are you a five percenter? We don't know, you know.
3: All right. You could all right. be it's a five. Per- a you could be
1: Moorish Science Temple, right?
3: Uh, could be, but so I gotta be honest with you. I did go through. Well, we won't go through the Ali biography, but I will tell you that in in my college years, the Five Percenters and the Moorish Temple was like my obsession, like absolute uh, obsession. I I, I totally loved we were it interested in that. so much. We're gonna we'll definitely have a conversation about. Let's today. have a
1: whole show on
3: on, on the <laughs> Science Temple. Tem- oh God, yeah, I love it, mm. love it. <laughs>
1: That's interesting. Yeah, well, it's just one of those things. It's just one of those things. All right. Well, as usual, um, you and I are never at a loss for obsessions.
3: I know, right? It's notorious (laughs) (laughs) All
1: right. Well, um, today we have a topic which brings us much closer to home, folks. Our uh, topic today is Money House Blessing. First thing I want to say before I even bring in our guest – If you have not purchased the book, Women's Work, and you are listening to Mm -hmm. this show now or in the future and want to know where can I get more information about this topic, I want you to get the book, Women's Work, by Aura LaForest. Mm -hmm. And while you're at it, you might want to pick up the other book she wrote called Who Do Spiritual Baths? Um, Mm -hmm. It is about bathing, which is a home uh, type of work. You don't usually these days go to a root worker for bathing. You do it in the home. But Women's Work is an amazing book, and I'm sure that men will find something of interest there. It is not so much about any one part of hoodoo, but it's about Mm -hmm. domestic hoodoo in general. So it's about work around the home. It's a work around women and their jobs and careers as well. Doesn't mean that women have to work in the home, but right. that book contains more recipes. When you add it, especially to Who um, Do Spiritual Baths, both of them by Aurel La Forest, um, that it will be of use to you if you are following and sought out this program because you saw it in the in the um, forum logs saying that there was a um, a show on Money House Blessing. Um, so, yeah, there's a there's a lot uh, there. Now I'm going to bring in our guest. So welcome to the uh, show, um, Lara.
3: Welcome.
4: Hi, Hi Conjure Ali. How are you guys doing tonight?
1: We're doing absolutely wonderful. I'm always so pleased to have you as a guest, Lara Rivera, the um, first project manager of the readersandrootworkers.org site where AIR members meet the world. And um, many things that we do in our lives would not be possible without you, Lara Rivera, and you're a root worker. But Lara is also a tech project team leader and a real innovator, and I'm just so happy. I always feel so privileged to
4: be able to talk with you, Lara. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so glad we've reconnected recently. Um, And speaking of reconnections, I am holding Thanksgiving finally for the first time in 15 years for my family now that we've moved mm. back to the northeast. So I have been project managing the heck out of Thanksgiving dinner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, for those who don't know Lara, she's a, a good cook. She's a um a wonderful homemaker and also, like I said, a uh, a really A really amazing, uh, I I just wish that, you know, I could hire you back as a project manager. (laughs) (laughs) There's no one quite like you. So today our topic is going to be um, peaceful home and happy home and money house blessing and money drawing for home businesses let me just say something before we get off on this subject. Money house blessing usually implies that you have a home business. I want money to come to my house because my business is in my mm-hmm. house. But when I was young, um, the money house blessing also meant, because many women did not work um, in the uh, you know career paths that they do now, um, that there was an, a need to get your husband to... Um, contribute his money in those days. men would take their checks and cash them and maybe bring home some cash and they'd spend the rest on some secret other reality that the wife was not um, allowed to participate in and um those were those days are gone because the economy has so been driven down by the billionaire class and their mm-hmm. huge self payments that most working families now need two workers and women workers have become common, not just to give women a, um, a chance at a career if they wish one, but because the family can't survive on one income anymore as it used to. And so Money House Blessing has somewhat lost that other meaning of to get my husband to bring home his paycheck and turn it all over to me, because that was part of it in the Days, um, And that's where it kind of leads toward peaceful home, because there's conflict sometimes between members of a family mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how much they pay. And I'm going to say one other thing before turning this over to Lara. And that conflict is heightened if the couple is not married. And that conflict is multiply heightened if the couple is not married and has children in the home. Because then no court... And the land is going to figure out how to sort out their money problems. So, ladies and gentlemen, get married if you're going to have children. It will make it so much easier and you won't be showing up, you know, in uh you know, Doctor Phil or Judge Judy crying your eyes out. Okay. Get married. But now we're gonna talk about how to bring money into the home. And not only through a career outside the home, but to bring money into the home, particularly if you have a have a home business. So um, let's turn this over to you, Lara. Take it away.
4: You know, that's really interesting, Kat. I have not heard um, the history of a money house blessing and its original intention. I have used it for three other things. In addition to that, number one is that often, even if we are working out of the home, many of us bring work home. And that mm-hmm. allows us to have that added connection and tie that we're working within a space that is blessed and is drawing money. I remember when I was doing sales, I was often making phone calls in the evening. If I got home on an East Coast time, trying to connect with a West Coast schedule. So it can work also if you're working outside of the home and bringing work home. Number two, if you have renters, That is a home-based business and can be an excellent way to make sure or encourage that your renters are paying the rent, whether they're renters outside of your property Mm. or roommates, Mm. which um, my husband and I had to do for a period of time. And that was, you know, making sure they pay on time and they're aware of it. And the third, I have found that using a money house blessing – is really excellent way to teach children about money, because I often use a lodestone as part of the work, and we're going to be having um, a free lodestone spell later on. It teaches children how to save their pennies, and then pick them back up and take them with them. And I think there's some other really good ways to use that for teaching children. So we want to talk about where we begin, and I always like to begin with bathing. I mean, that's one of the first steps Mm -hmm. of doing money house blessing for me is beginning with sweeping the house, sweeping my walk, preparing money um, for washes, whether I do a spiritual bath beforehand, but I like to pay special attention to blessing the steps of my house, back steps, front steps, the lintels, as well as um, brushing down any of the space that I work in. I'm sure that there's lots of other ways that we can use washings and blessings. What do you have in mind? Well, this is you you hit the nail on the head. this
1: is why I recommended that, in addition to women's work, you would want the book Who to Spiritual Baths because there are many recipes mm. in there for floor washes and for other forms of cleansing of the self um, cleansing in in preparation to drawing in money, is very good work. I'm not an obsessive, cleaner, cleaner, cleaner kind of person, but if you have stuck money, there's obviously something sticking it up. And so cleaning is a good way of just bringing everything back to a neutral zone before you uh, do the um, money-bringing work. I also like to say that doing the laundry is a good thing, and again in Hoodoo Spiritual bath, there are recipes for laundry, cleansing laundry, and money drawing laundry formulas. So, I'm a great believer. If doing, for instance, if you want more love in the home, you might do the bedding and the and the pillowcases and so forth um, with a, a love herb. Uh, but if you want money in the house, do the curtains, if, or spray the curtains, depending on what the curtains are made out of. Um, do your curtains with a money drawing because your curtains are your window on the world, and also the um, the uh, mat at the welcome mat at the door. You definitely want to put some money herbs under there maybe um oil it with money oils, depending again what the mat is made of how it's made if it is Mm. you know kind of permanently chunked in place mat you can actually go and put your petition under it maybe duct tape that petition under it and uh and put some herbs in there Er that's kind of my basic go-to for how to draw money after you've done some cleansing
3: This is really fantastic. I, I should mention that when I was learning Hoodoo, one of the things that I was taught by my teacher was that uh, if you don't – if your money isn't blessed, then no amount of work that you do is going to bring you prosperity. And the idea was that, that it's not just people who work from the home, but the idea is that money comes into the home where it stays and where it grows. And if you don't mm-hmm. have a good spiritual environment for that, you could work 80-hour weeks. You can be making you know, $100,000 a year, but the money will slip through your fingers. So mm-hmm. part of money house blessing that I was taught was to make sure your money stayed, that it worked for you, that it stretched, that it growed. And so a lot of the work that I knew, people were placing uh, their money in sugar jars
2: mm-hmm.
3: uh, or placing them underneath them. You know, cleansing the house, uh, blessing the house, having some type of place uh, where the money would be blessed regularly. So one of the most uh, kind of common things that we had in in Virginian conjure was that your extra cash uh, that was on hand would be placed Mm -hmm. in the Bible, and the Bible would be kept somewhere important in the house. It was either uh, on some type of ancestral altar that was never called an ancestor altar. It was just a place where you had all your family's memorabilia and the photos of your ancestors. Um, And you would keep it there, and you would just kind of add on to the Bible as much as you could. The idea being that you never spent that money until a rainy day, until you actually needed it, because what that would do is anchor the money to the home. Keeping it blessed and keeping it within a good state, so that your money would grow, so that your money would uh, uh, be, you know, beneficial towards you, and so that as you worked, and you worked hard, that money wouldn't just come in and go right back out into the hands of people who are, you know, demanding you pay bills or or, or whatnot. So there was always this concept of of money blessing or money house, house blessing, involving blessing the home and hearth and bringing prosperity to the home and the heart, even if you mm-hmm. worked outside of it. And that would then become the base, the kind of secure spiritual base upon which you would build wealth, prosperity, etc.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm going to say something else, too, because putting um, paper currency cash in the Bible is very traditional. I was also raised that you keep a um, what people sometimes call a pin dish or a trinket dish on mm-hmm. the bureau and that you empty your, um, pockets of, yeah. uh, coins. And, um, mm-hmm. of course, women usually have a purse and we just throw all our coins in whatever in the zipper part of our purse. But men, in my experience, usually place the coins in a pin dish or trinket dish or something. And that was a place from which, uh, money was also given to children from that dish, um, and it was considered common money. You were not to steal from it if you were a child. But if you said, "Gee, mm-hmm. you know, I hear the good humor man coming, and I want to get a, you know, a drumstick or one of those." Um, Uh You know, dreamsicle or something like that. Um, You could you could run to a parent and say, you know, can't you hear my? I want that. You know, give me a give me a dime, and they'd go to that dish and give you a dime. If you went and got it yourself, you were in deep shit. Um, Now (laughs) that that money though also is in a not just a special place, but it can be blessed. And uh, Mm -hmm. nothing else. The simplest thing to do would be to line that trinket dish or. a little brass bowl or whatever you want to use, with um, an oil, oil it, and then all the money mm-hmm. goes into it as well. You don't have to do anything to each individual coin if that's too much work for you, but you do want to keep that a little dish where that extra money is. Uh, you want, you know, and so when the when the you know when the Girl Scouts come and they want to sell you some cookies, you know, you take it out of that dish because that's blessed money, and you're giving it to mm-hmm. others, and that will bring blessings back to you. Um, how about you, Lara? Have you ever, do you ever keep one of those on your bureau?
4: I do, actually, though it's not on my bureau. It is my fetch altar. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the first and longest running altar money drawing space that I have had. It's never been taken down since I did my first um, spell for my homework, and it is comprised of a money drawing oil lamp,
2: mm-hmm. a
4: four pound mm. roadstone, because of course I was in Texas at the time and they told me bigger was better. So I got a four <laughs> pound roadstone. Mm-hmm. And my roadstone, which is named Fetch, sits with the oil lamp, which is all decorated with. Jade jewelry from my grandmother and uh, coins from all over, all types of spices and herbs. There's a collection of small bottles of whiskey around, magnetic stand, and it is overflowing with gifts from clients that when I put money there for them to help a client, I do this a lot for clients that don't have the ability to um pay for work. So I'll put their name on a fake dollar bill and I'll write it all out and I put it under fetch and I say, fetch, fetch, fetch me a bone, bring me a dollar, bring it on mm-hmm. home. And they, you know, they get money, that draws them back. A lot of gotten people back on their feet. But it also functions as my children's coin jar. Mm-hmm. So As they drop their coins on there, it's also where they go and pick coins up or they break dollar bills. And this is what I was talking about earlier, how they have this interactive relationship with Fetch. And they put money there when something good has happened, a little bit of their birthday money, a little bit of their Hanukkah money. And then they take a little bit back to spend it when they're doing food chopping or getting to be old enough to do food shopping for me now. So this is also another way to bring um, spirit work in because mm. we really believe that this altar has a connected spirit that we, we call fetch and we, we send him out and we feed him and we, we tend him the way we tend our money um, you know, with this, this hunting dog. Mm-hmm.
1: That's that's really great. Mm-hmm. I, I'm i going to uh, mention here that in the chat room, um, someone, Lucky Mojo Food Root Worker, who I believe to be Nangashiva, I hope, um is um, because I know Ali and, and Shiva were using similar names. <laughs> uh, it says, we have blessed lucky money on the mojo car in a witch's cauldron. Well, that would have been Shiva. Um, in, a, in a witch's cauldron on the hood. It's a little miniatures um, cast iron cauldron oh, on love mojo that. car. And it has pennies and quarters and nickels in it. People put money in it. People always ask you know, ooh, someone might steal it. And we always say to them, well, then take some if you're that hungry, you know. Also, yeah. um, the idea uh, that she was said about having coins on the keyboard. At the top of the keyboard, there's this little extra space, and well, on my keyboard. And you can lay coins on it. But I'm a little mm-hmm. neater because I tend to just mess things up. I have a little round, um, I'm snapping it shut. There it is. A little round uh, Chinese enameled, oh, I don't know what you would call it, a little Chinese enameled round little box with a hinge on it. And inside of it, I have um, a collection of lucky coins. I have here a uh, Mardi Gras coin um, from the uh, crew of Helios. And it's um, got all the signs of the zodiac, and it's got the uh, card suits on it. Then I've got the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've got here the um, mm, 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 J.H. Hirsch Company, manufacturer of caps and and gloves of Chicago, their good luck coin from the May 1919 convention in St. Louis. And I have my old um, fabulous uh, standby, a Robert Nelson um, lucky coin, Uh, which says Lucky Talisman of the Orient on it. And when this thing gets too filled with coins for the lid to to close, which is not quite yet, I take them down and I put them in my my collection of lucky tokens. But they build up here, and Mm. it's wonderful to have these lucky coins and just have them available. And some of them are money, some of them are not. Some of them are
3: just lucky tokens. Yeah. Yeah. There's, a, there's an old working with lucky coins um, in which what you're supposed to do is find four lucky pennies, which are pennies with the head up uh, that, that you find. You find four of them, and then you bring them back home, and you take a rug. This is, it should generally be the rug in the living room or the rug leading to your door, and you sew the four pennies at the four mm. corners underneath. The carpet so that people so that it's hidden, no one can see the money. But you sew it there, and what that does is it keeps the house blessed and luck always in the home. So you take the four coins you find, bring them home, and you sew them into the uh, carpet, hidden wise, and it works wonders. It's a really powerful way of working and keeping that luck very close to home and keeping the house blessed with money. And then of course there is scent scent is a very powerful one. We always associate the holidays with these, uh, with the house blessing and money house blessing in particular. Cinnamon, nutmeg, allspice are all great for that. Um, and you can easily uh, use the oils to burn, um, really kind of warm up in the house with those scents uh, and use that as a blessing for, for wealth.
1: Yeah, I'm going to name those because I think, um, you know, a lot of people listening to the show have not heard before when we talk about the um the lucky spices, the money drawing spices mm-hmm. and um some of them are cloves, cinnamon, mm-hmm. allspice, mace. I like to add um ginger to that. You don't have to ginger, just yep. an all-purpose, you know, heater upper. And mm-hmm. um there are um other ones people like to use, but those are the uh, primary one. some people will also add just a few anything that they like to put in a spiced um tea mm-hmm. or a spiced chai um those are those are very popular around this time of year. they are warming they're heating yeah. um some people say pumpkin pie spice, and that'll that'll do it for you. I also wanted to mention this thing about sewing the coins under the rug. That is mm-hmm. uh, something else I was taught to do in a different context. And it's not exactly money house blessing. It's psychic fair house blessing, if you would.
2: Mm. I was
1: taught a long time ago, if you go to a psychic fair in the old days, we would have those fold-up card tables. You put them in the back of your car, you unfold a card table, right? Mm-hmm. And then you throw a cloth over it because the card table is all scratched up and ugly. right? And then that, that cloth you throw over it can be something as simple and cheap as a silk um, you know, um, headscarf, and you
2: take Mm -hmm. four
1: lucky coins and you tie them, you knot them in the four corners. Why? Ostensibly to keep the scarf from blowing off in the wind when you're at the psychic fair, if you're outdoors or whatever. But those four coins bring in your money on that that scarf on your card reading table. And I was taught that by... I was taught that by an actual Roma gypsy.
3: (laughs) That's beautiful. I love that. Uh, Mike eyes black asked, "Could I could I glue them to the rug? I would say I was taught to sew them because you pray as you sew. So yeah. as you're sewing, you're praying over, and then there's power in knotting and binding it. So there's a reason mm-hmm. why we use sewing for it.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly." Um, that to, to knot something or to sew it is quite different than to glue it. I laughingly referred to duct taping things earlier. <laughs> I've certainly used enough duct tape in my life. Yeah. But if you're going to do a rug, and many rugs will have a piece of what's called bias tape. All you seamstresses know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about, and your seamsters do too. And they'll have bias tape to um, solidify the edges, and you can actually... Pick apart the bias tape stitching and put the coins in under there and then re sew the bias tape down.
3: Mm-hmm. If you, I hope
1: you understood mm-hmm. what I just said. Okay?
3: No, I, um, I got exactly what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. That's fantastic. The um, uh, a common way that people uh, ensure that money, house blessing, uh, is, is done on the home is on the uh, doorstep. Working with the doorstep. So, washing the doorstep, we've talked about inside the house, but also leading up to the house. You know, the doorstep is uh, often used, whether people place things under the mat or washing it, uh, cinnamon and sugar added to a floor wash that you did wash inwards towards the house. Uh, all are very powerful ways of, of ensuring that blessings remain. And the way that I was taught uh, this was that you treat blessing like it was a river flowing. And you want to make sure that there's nothing kind of obstructing it, that there's no kind of rocks or boulders in the way. And so you use this kind of a regular routine of maybe once a month or every once in a while, uh, washing, cleansing, and then drawing in, to keep that blessing flowing. You want to keep it kind of moving in the right direction and not in the direction of your home.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a, another one about money house blessing that I like to think about, and this is something, again, that is not too difficult to do. If you want to bring money to you, one of the ways, of course, to bring things to you is to create a path that leads toward you. Mm-hmm. And um, I have seen this back in the day where as a child I was walking down this city residential street area and I found a coin on the sidewalk. And I went, oh, look at that. It's a lucky penny. And I walked on and there's another one. And I get to a cross street Mm -hmm. and I go, hmm, I wonder which way this is going to go, right? So I walked up one. Nope, no coin. Mm -hmm. I crossed. Oh, there's the next coin. And I realized, although I didn't. Exactly finds the house I knew someone was leading a path of coins to their house,
3: oh yeah, how cool,
1: and um I you know I, I you know I lost the trail at some point because of course, other children on the way home from school picked up random coins that they found, but somebody had laid a like a center trail of coins to the house.
3: Oh, how cool is that? I heard something similar for job getting the job that you want. You lead a, a pile of or a a, a pass of coins from your job every major crossroad until it leads to your house.
2: Mm-hmm. the are being
3: that they pay they send you your paycheck mhm yeah oh, it's and very i have cool. to i
1: have to add by the way, because people want to know these were pennies it was all pennies just just to say that
3: <laughs> <laughs> no one's dropping dollar coins <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: um. So, yeah, this is um this is a good way to bring money to the house. And then of course, I would have presumed. And again, I'm just working off of what I know that under the mat when you found the right house, there would have been a yeah. pile of pennies. That's, you know, just a just a reasonable assumption based on what I know, That's an, but you know,
3: a very um, reasonable assumption, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um were those pennies um dressed and oiled, you know? I didn't I was young. I didn't notice. I just thought I'd hit the lucky jackpot, you know. <laughs> Um, another, another thing that you can do to bring um, money to the house um, is to um, powder uh, powder the, work, the room in which you work by just blowing some mm. uh, money-drawing powder. So um, some of the ones that are used are um, money-drawing, um, wealthy way, and, um, of course, money-house blessing. These are all mm-hmm. different formulas um, that are used that way. And there is our music. All right, well, we're going to turn this over to Papa Newt, and then we're going to take a client and do a reading.
0: Support for this program is provided by the Lucky Mojo, oh, sorry, the Lucky Mojo Curio Company, uh, sorry, guys, the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour with your hosts, Catherine Ironwood and Man Ali, and this week's special guest, Laura Rivara, uh, Rivara, will be right back. We'll be taking calls from our listeners, answering their questions through spiritual divination and prescribing down-home conjure remedies and remediation. Our calling clients are selected from among those who have filled out a short questionnaire at the Lucky Mojo form at form.luckymojo.com. You can listen to the show online through Blog Talk Radio or via telephone by dialing 818-394-8535. If you filled out a client questionnaire at the form, please dial in now to 818-394-8535 and press 1 to let us know that you're available to be on the air. We will select callers by their area code, and if your area code is announced, we'd like you to say hello and let me, your announcer, pop in it, read a brief description of your situation before turning it over to our host. Now it's time to go to the phones and take our first caller. And our first caller is calling in from area code 913 in Overland Park, Kansas. This is Michelle. Michelle, are you there? Yeah. Hello. Welcome to the show. I see that you're a first-time listener and first-time caller. Thank you for uh, entrusting us with your situation today. No, 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 now, I see that you have not had any uh, readings with Trangemiller Lee, Miss Cat, but you did have a reading on the situation with uh, with an, a reader on Keen of uh, last month. Is that correct?
4: Well, I've had it over the past few years, but it's all right it's it complicated. There's some kind of force in my life. Wait, 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 Back up. Stephanie, we
1: already know what your question is. He just asked you. You had a reading with someone at Keene. Yes or no? Yeah. Yes, thank yeah. you. Oh, good. On, onward.
2: <laughs> right. All right.
0: There is some kind of evil force in my life causing havoc, and I need to know what it is, how it started, and how to get rid of it. Also, there is a man who I've tried to get things going with, but whenever forced, I am dealing with sabotages, uh, sabotages it. I am doing what I can with jar handle spells uh, sometime in October 2019 for that and money while adding honey jar to help. I'm chronically ill and have to live with my family, so I don't have the money, a lot of money, or can do a lot with everything going on. Turn back to you, Ms. Kat.
1: All right. Well, I see several questions here. Question number one um, What is this evil force? Uh, question number two How do I get rid of this evil force? Comment is also sabotaging my love life, and I'm chronically ill. And I think comment number three is I've been working with jar candles um, for about a month and for money and for, with honey jars to help. Um, but I'm going to say something before we even go any further. Honey jars don't help with evil forces. So let's put that honey jar thing aside. Honey jars are to sweeten people and situations but if there really is an evil force, I don't think you can go and approach the devil with a with a little packet of sugar and say, hey, be sweet to me, because it ain't going to work. So yeah. that may be to help people be um, friendlier to you, but that's not going to help with this thing. So um, there is a good book called Who Do Honey and Sugar Spells by Deacon Millett, and that will help you with understanding what honey spells are for. Okay. Now, um When you say you're uh, chronically ill and have to live with your family, um, how old are you approximately?
4: I'm 38.
1: 38. And um, what sign of the Zodiac are you?
4: I'm a Gemini.
1: A Gemini. Okay.
4: Yeah.
1: All right. Okay. So I'm going to ask the question. Is there an evil force, and if and will it reveal itself? Because I'm not convinced that in in a three card cut reading, I can a- answer questions about your love life and your money. You know, so let's just start with the evil force. If you want to call okay. back at another time and ask about your love life or ask about your money, I think those are separate questions. Okay. You know. So um, card number one is called the Two of Swords. And this is a card that shows a woman blindfolded with her arms crossed across her chest in a position that we usually call cross condition. She has one arm on each shoulder and she has a sword in each hand. I'm going to um, tell you right away that when things point to the left on my cards, that means they point to the past. When they point to the right, they point to the future. So this tells me that you have been hurt in the past and you are still Defending against something that was done to you in the past But you also are fearing the future The the sword against the future You don't want these things to come at you But you lack clarity She has a blindfold on Behind her mm-hmm. is the new moon Crescent of the new moon And behind her is uh, a bay of water With little waves in the night And it's just sunset has gone down And the new moon is showing over the um, western water This is a woman in need of cleansing but it, most of all, in need of clarity. So what I would say is that part of what is bothering you is because of what's happened to you in the past. You are in a what we might call a cloud of unknowing. You just are. There's you're defending yourself, but you don't know against what. And the solution lies in this card. Swords represent speech and prayer. The new moon says do this not at the dark of the moon, not when the moon is listed on a calendar as being a black circle, but about three days after when the new moon is actually seen, that little crescent, you're going to want to do some bathing. And I think you would like to use something for clarity. Now, you say you don't have much money. The cheapest way to get clarity baths, technically, would be to buy a $5.50 pack of Clarity bath crystals. But I'll tell you, a cheaper way is to buy a $7.50 bottle of Clarity oil, because you can use that oil to add to many, many baths. And I would use bay leaves as well, and you can get them at the grocery store. And so you might take some of that uh, Clarity oil, take some bay leaves, and uh, and work with that. But you're going to be wanting to make something at home, because you said you don't have money to spend. Now, the second card I have is a card that's called the Ace of Wands. And this is a card of strength and renewal, and it shows a ruined castle way in the background. It's all broken down. It's like a like a archaeological ruin of a medieval castle. And there's a little stream of water and the hand of God comes with a big wand and says, "I where I plant my staff, there a tree will grow." And the the staff, the the wand stands for a strong Spine. it stands for resolute power, it stands for strength of purpose and will, and it stands for courage. And so I would say you want to um, call on God for some courage here, but it does show that you can make a change. Um, The swords, by the way, Represent air, and so that might be prayer. Air is prayer, I always say. But the wands um, are candles and fire, and you did mention that you are using candles, so that's a good thing that you're doing there. That's a very good idea. The third card is a card that tells me that there's something more going on that I'm not really um, going to get into too much about this, but this is the outcome card, and it does show some problems. It's another two. And this is the two of pentacles. And this shows that your money fluctuates up and down, up and down. It shows a guy juggling two coins or trying to weigh or balance them. And behind them, there is water going up and down in these sort of crazy waves. And there's a small ship and a big ship. And this person is trying to juggle everything and is quite out of balance. So this tells me that not so much Something was done to you in the past, but you're not so much under this now, nor will you be under it in the future. Is that what has happened to you in the past has upset your hormones, an upset uh, what I would call your at your liquid systems, anything lymphatic or something of that nature, um, having to do with your the your actual physical body. It has upset your money, in that your money comes in ups and downs, and. There is a problem here that is not going to be easily solved because at this point the illness is reflecting the uh, trouble that was given to you. And I would not so much characterize it as an evil force because I see no devil or demonic um, being here, but I see some bad something happened. It might be um, something from your past that you would do well to try to limit its influence in the future. All right, so that is my reading, and I'm going to turn this over to Lara. Hi,
4: how are you? Uh I wanted to begin by expressing my sympathies for your chronic illness. I unfortunately suffered for one for more than six years, so I know the difficulties of going through this, and how very hard it can be to see the forest for the trees and sometimes just to get out of bed and have enough spoons to get through the day. So I'm not actually going to pull cards. I'm going to speak to you and give you some just honest advice, and perhaps this will help you. Number one is it can be very easy to get depressed when you are suffering from a chronic illness. So I would make sure that you try and deal with any potential depression. I understand it can be difficult to get to see a therapist or have access to medication, but there are lots of other things we can do within Hoodoo and within a spiritual path to help us restore our spiritual strength, even when our physical strength is limited. Meditation, prayer, guided meditation, yoga, things that you can do sitting down or in the bed, reading, things that are uplifting. This can help get you out of that stuck situation when you're feeling chronically ill. And this is what Kat was talking about with clarity and feeling stuck. I would advise that you look into doing both of those things as much as you can do, I had undiagnosed sleep apnea. It was so severe, I had 90 apneas an hour, and I was unable to walk after six years of no sleep. When it was finally diagnosed, and there is a, you know, I got a diagnosis, I was able to make a lot of progress by doing yoga, and that was a big step forward to me. So I hope my um my suggestions and my support can tell you that you can get through this even if it feels like it's overwhelming. Thank you. Come yeah. and Molly. Okay. Yeah,
2: thanks, Ollie? Uh, Laura.
3: Yeah. Yeah, thanks Laura. I think you've gotten some really great advice and some fantastic readings. Uh Kat's reading gave us some some direction on what type of root work we're gonna do. Um, and I'm going to pick up and, and follow her advice in that regards. I'm not going to give you a lot of work. Uh, you've gone through uh, a, an experience and one that is kind of still haunting you to a certain extent. Um, and this is something that we often tell clients and, and Kat and Lark can testify to this, is that when you come out of a certain spiritual traumatic experience, whatever it is, whether it's a curse or something evil or an imbalance or whatever it is, but there's a sort of a haunting experience that happens afterwards. That's the psychological repercussions, even as as the origin of the thing is removed. I mean, sort of almost like a spiritual PTSD. And this is true. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do this, and uh, you'll have clients who, you know, every time they something goes wrong, their mind immediately flashes back and goes, oh. It's the, it's the evil spirit back again, or it's the curse back again. So this, it, it, there's an, a moment of recovery or a period of recovery that is required. And the work that I'm going to give you is about that recovery period, about helping you to kind of restore the, the balance, to kind of bring the pendulum back to where it needs to be now that it's swinging. Um, so I want you to get clarity oil. Everything that I'm going to recommend is pretty... Uh, easy to get a hold of, uh, and they're pretty affordable. Like Miss Kat mentioned, clarity oil is pretty uh, cheap. You can purchase it, and it'll last you a long time, um, and you can use it for so much. Candles, bathing, even in a little bit of uh, incense, you can use the clarity oil. It works great. Get yourself some clarity. Get yourself bay leaves some basil and salt. All three of these can be found at your grocery store, but if you're at Lucky Munger, you can also purchase them there. Uh, you're going to brew the bay leaves and the basil into a tea, add a pinch of that salt, sprinkling it into it, and pray over it, pray. So, yeah, you know, As the tea is brewing, may it cleanse and purify, may it give me clarity uh, of sight and mind and heart pray over it. Let this uh, cool down enough so that you can bathe with it so that you don't burn yourself. And you're going to stand in the bathtub and bathe with this tea, letting it wash all over your body. You're going to rub it down and pray from your heart. Let yourself air dry. Gather a bit of this used bath water and sprinkle it off your property at a crossroads. Come back home and I want you to set up a space that you can pray. This can be a bureau. It could be a some some table but it's some type of surface that you're going to use for prayer you're going to set up on the left hand side of this space a small cup of water this is a cup of water that you are going to give as a sort of offering in the middle you're going to put a candle holder with a white candle that you've dressed with that clarity oil and then to the right side you're going to put a small bowl with some alfia leaves and what you're going to do is in front of this You can set up a small uh, charcoal and and incense. Uh, that you're going to burn. If you can't get a hold of that, that's fine. It's not the most essential, but I think it works quite well in this setup. And what you'll do is you'll light the candle, you'll light your incense, you'll take a couple dra- a couple pinch of the althea from the bowl, just a pinch of it, not all of it, just a pinch of it, sprinkle it onto the charcoal so it burns, and add a couple drops of that clarity oil. It'll add a nice fragrance to it and make it a really nice and strong smoke. And you're going to pray by light of this quite white candle. You're going to pray that the darkness is pushed back, that you are given clarity, that it is as clear as the water to your left, and you will give this uh, water as, as an offering to all good spirits and light that they may enter into your life. Now, why this particular uh, configuration? The water is a good purifying agent. It'll help to purify. It'll help to bring balance. We always use water to balance things out. That's why we use bathing. But just a cup of water in itself can act as not just as a good filtering, but it can help to level out some of those murky waters that you're currently living in. The Althea here is really useful for drawing in good spirits. Althea is a healer herb, but more importantly, it has the power to kind of rebalance a person's life. So if anyone's just coming out of a curse situation, a cross situation or having dealt with a haunting of some sort a small bowl of Althea left out in this way can really bring equilibrium together you're going to do this repeatedly, you're going to build a sort of practice of prayer you're going to refresh the cup of water every time you do your prayer, new uh, cup of water, new candle then take a little bit of pinch of that Althea burn it on the incense with a couple more drops of clarity and you're going to pray, you're going to do this once a week at minimum uh, and as many times as you need, every time you feel like you're 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 kind of falling into a, a pit of despair, or you're feeling like you're you're kind of getting overwhelmed, go to this altar and pray. And what this will do is build a strong spiritual practice that will build. Fortitude, And that's something that you're going to need here, spiritual fortitude, so that all the kind of trials of life, because there will be many, will not simply knock you off kilter. Now, some practical advice, and then I'm going to open and see if uh, there's any further recommendations from my colleagues. As you're doing this, I also recommend that you find some form of spiritual community that will help to anchor you. This can be a prayer circle. It can be church. It can be some place that you'll build a spiritual support kind of network. People who will pray on your behalf, people who will help you feel community so that you're not alone. It's difficult to do, I know, in your situation, particularly with uh, a chronic illness, but I do think that this will be helpful. You can find people who are going through something similar to what you're going through uh, who will help you. So this is my recommendation here. It's pretty straightforward, not a lot of heavy lifting, but I think Mm -hmm. that building of a regular practice uh, of spiritual prayer uh, will really be a benefit to you. Let's see if Miss Kat and Laura have
1: anything to add. Oh, I have a whole lot to jump in. I've just been waiting to jump in. Angela L points out that in the Lucky Mojo forum, um, this client's name, username is M Fear, uh, presumably mm. Michelle fear that is a bad name you should not use the name fear if you're complaining about fear and if i got the card of fear and that's just no good change your name please 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 change your name you're holding on to the bad things the um the uh, other thing that i really see here is in the chat log you are arguing with us the advice we're giving you saying um You're saying, I believe things will be good, but whatever it is my life makes bad things happen. And also, in the chat room, you said, I was in a false memory cult, and it opened a lot of bad doors. But the most strange thing to me that you said in the chat room is, to be honest, when I pray, bad things happen. So I believe you are very confused, and I believe you are living um, with spiritual PTSD that has given you a delusion. Yeah, because. Prayer is to the highest. Prayer is to the best. There is no way that um, that that anyone should be thinking they are praying to a saint, a goddess, a god, a deity, the universe, and that whenever you do that, bad things happen. That is the, the words of a child who has been living with an abusive parent, and the false memory cult has abused you in such a way that you believe that when you pray, you are going to be... Um, having bad things happen. So you, I believe, need um, some much more introspection than just um, what we can tell you on this show because, as we can see, you are coming in here with all, you know, all uh, you know, broadcasting on all wavelengths. I am in fear. I come from false memory count. Prayer is opposite for me. It brings bad things. Um, this is your hanging on to... Um, a delusion that was planted in your mind by whatever group you were with that harmed you. Please seek help. Hmm. Okay. And now Papa Newt will bring on our next client.
0: Support for this programming is provided by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and located online at luckymojo.com. And by the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, AIR, a directory of ethical and authentic conjure practitioners, located online at readersandrootworkers.org. And by the Crystal Silence League, a free online prayer service of the Association of Independent Spiritual Churches, located online at crystalsilenceleague.org. Now it's time to go to the phones and take our next client. And our next client is uh, is a first-time listener calling in from area, uh, New York City, area code 646, but is currently in Louisiana. This is uh, Persephone. Is, uh, Persephone, are you there? I'm here. Hi. Welcome to the show. Now, I'm looking at your history here. You have not had any readings with Ms. Pat or Contrabanda Lee or any other readers on this particular situation. Is that correct?
4: That's correct
0: thank you so much and for Stephanie Wright finances are blocked repossessed car recently money acting funny i have i have a drought in every area of my life i need to pass my classes i need my business to come to pass my love life is not existence is non-existent i turn it back to you miss cat
1: all right well let me ask a couple of questions here Sure. Um, Yeah, well, I always just, you know, want to know. Um, um, What is your sign of the zodiac? Virgo. Virgo, okay. Mm. Now, that's, yeah, we all went, hmm. (laughs) Uh, Virgo generally is a sign that has as much sexuality as any other sign, but sometimes has a funny way of expressing it or has difficulty attracting it just saying that yes. for the mm-hmm. record and we all know yeah. this that doesn't mean you're doomed just cuz you're a Virgo but it does mean that you have to take some extra little steps um and um and and um as far as your money um we we can talk to that and that actually has to do with what we've been talking about today and so course. um i'm going to i'm going to turn this over to ali for the first reading
3: Thanks for that, Ms. Get, and and I, and I definitely agree with you in regards to Virgos. Uh, I have one question of my own before before I tell you the cards. Uh, how old are you, roughly, if you don't mind me asking?
4: 34.
3: I'm sorry, say that again?
2: 34.
3: 34, okay. The reason I ask this is to see where you are in regards to your Saturn return, uh, and it looks like you're, you're out of that. Um, so I've pulled a few cards um, and there's a pattern here now, the very first card is actually a bit problematic here or a bit of an issue, uh, but don't panic uh, but the first card I have is the devil card, which is often mm. very scary and, and generally is an indication that something has gone wrong here uh, and the mm-hmm. devil the devil here is in the past, and we have here a figure a baffemit like figure, a horned go on a black stone, and he's lifting his hands up in a sort of mockery of the benediction that we find in the lover's card. And we have two figures that are bound to the stone. This is a dark card, and it does indicate that something has gone wrong in your life, uh, that something is not in the right state, that there is an imbalance, a deep imbalance that is holding you trapped. There's an inversion. Your natural state is not a state of of poverty your natural state is not a natural state of having no love your natural state is not a state of wondering whether you will pass your classes that an inversion has happened here and so the question is is this a curse is this something evil that has been sent your way and that's what the next card kind of tells us it's a bit of a modifier if you will Uh, and that is the four of pentacles and so the four of pentacles says okay don't panic too much. This is not an instance of someone has you know, buried a doll baby of yours in a graveyard or anything like that. But what we do see here is a cross condition, one in which you are completely closed off to what is around you, that there is a sort of turning inward. When we see the Four of Pentacles, and the Four of Pentacles is often referred to as the miser king or the little king, this is a king who has experienced loss, something bad has happened to him but as a result of that something bad happening he now clings to what little he has and as a result is unable to experience what is around him this is a monarch who is sitting on a stone bench not unlike the stone that the baphomet figure is sitting on and he is holding before him a golden coin two more under his feet and one on his head in other words, what happened is that you did have something happen to you, that something went wrong. You had a bad experience, you had a couple bad experiences, but you allowed those bad experiences to set into a pattern, that they became calcified, if you will. And that's what's holding you back. What's needed here is cleansing, road opening, some type of blockbuster, some type of van van, something to really kind of open you up and allow things to start flowing again. The key for you is going to be flow. This is very important. Virgo is a mercurial sign. It needs to be able to have that ability. It has to have that ability of uh, going with the flow, of allowing things to ebb and flow, to rise and fall, without fully being impacted by those changes. So there's an element of needing to learn how to ride the wave. So whatever work you do needs to be complemented with a bit of an adjustment in your approach. The good news is that there will be a change, and that is seen in the judgment card, the judgment card shows us uh, an archangel blowing the horn of resurrection, and the dead throwing off uh, the uh, coffins that they were buried in, and raising their hands in prayer and praise, you will have a revival, and one that will bring you happiness, 2020 is going to be your year, so don't you know don't feel bad you've got a good year coming ahead of you and it's going to bring you all the luck love and and the blessings that you deserve and and should have in your life but it's going to require you turning to spiritual work to help open things up we need to break bad patterns patterns that have been set Uh, patterns of thought in particular that hold you trapped and hold you back. You need to break those. You need to do some root work and spiritual work to open things up road-wise uh, and then develop uh, an element of gratitude. So spiritual gratitude is going to be huge for you. When you see the judgment card, these are people who are praising the archangel for resurrecting them. So be prepared to have some charity work developed or some type of giving back, community work and some type of praise work because that's going to help flow and uh um, you know the spiritual power of gratitude this cat can talk oh. about that with the type of root work that she's going to recommend to you is really going to be immensely immensely helpful for you but know this that this pattern can be broken and that 2020 is going to be a good year for you wow all right um okay
1: so again lara let's see what you have to say about this
2: Well,
4: I pulled first the Judgment card reversed. I do not mm. normally use my cards in reverse. I tend to sort them all straight up. But this time they came out reversed, I was then followed by the Hierophant reversed. So Mm. I cannot help but absolutely agree with everything Conderman Ali said. When we look at the major arcana and how it impacts our life, we can see ourselves cycling through the major arcana, sometimes as quickly as a week, sometimes every seven years, sometimes as long as only once in our life, and sometimes we cycle through in more than one pattern. This would suggest to me that there was a period that involved an end of a life that you up. I don't know if it was the death of a loved one or a very big decision, a move, a divorce that really, really held you and stuck you into a position. The hierophant would say to me that your efforts and looking to the church and to prayer to understand what happened did not and did not get you the peace that you wanted it to. And I agree with him that you are ready to make a step forward because I pulled the five swords, which is a card that is talking about letting things go, letting things move away, letting people that are not healthy for you also move away. It can be a a card of loneliness, but it is also one about strength and standing on your own with your own two feet and what you have in your hands. So all of the recommendations that Kahneman Ali gave you, I pull and concur with. Kat? Wow. Wow.
1: All right. The Five of Swords is interesting here. I'm just going to make a comment because the Five of Swords is sometimes called After the War is Over. And um, this is about a battle, and it's a very Um, shocking looking card because one person is winning and two people are walking away. One walks away whistling, throwing his jacket over his shoulder and the other one walks away crying. But it really says you have to whatever it was you were clinging to, you have to be ready to move on, win or lose and just drop it. Drop it. Whatever the past was that got you to where you are. So Um, I'm going to talk. We were talking about money earlier and about money house blessing. And again, like just like our first client today, I I just want to point out that we have people who are blocked or troubled on pretty much three levels, uh, or even more. Both of them mentioned their love life being blocked. Both of them mentioned their money life being blocked. There was also other issues added in one chronic health, and then there's there's um, career path. And there's a lot of um, problems here with both of these clients. And I'm going to say that, um, yeah, as Ali says, synchronicity, as I mentioned earlier, um, money, health, love. These are, these are um, un- it's unusual to have two clients with this. So I'm going to talk to the improvement of the money just specifically because there's so much here that I would actually ask both Clients to hook up with a root worker or a magical coach because these are both very heavily impacted clients. Okay, so um, having said that, let's talk about just releasing the blocks on your money. Now, this isn't quite the topic we started with today, which was money house blessing, and we're going to get back to that when Lara does the free spell. But this is about releasing blocks on your money, and I have um, found my own way through this. I'm going to give two ways. One is that Catholics often pray to Saint Expediti for quick money. And I have done that. I'm not a Catholic, but I've done it, and I have to say that Saint Expediti, when he comes through, he comes through, and you get the money you need just in time. And I have had a wonderful relationship with Saint Expediti, as I said, even though I'm not a Catholic. And you can look him up online, Saint Expediti, um, or Espedi, as he sometimes call it. Ah, uh, Papa Newt just put the They link in right there in the chat room. And uh, Papa Newt certainly works with St. Expediti as well. I'm also going to tell you a different one that I like to use, which is to create blessed coins. Now, I had mentioned earlier the the little trinket dish on the bureau with the coins in it, but this is a more created way to work with money. This is not just a casual trinket dish. I'd like you to get a, a bowl. I prefer those brass bowls. And I want you to start putting coins in the bowl. And I want you to um, pray over each coin that you put in it. And don't just be putting in pennies. These should be good coins, bigger coins, nice coins. And each coin, as you put it in, at the end of the day, you've got to put at least one coin in. And you're going to say this money is for those who are poorer than I am. This coin is for those who are less fortunate than I And I'm going to make this as a free offering. It's a charity offering. If you want to, and I've often recommended it, you put a candlestick in the bowl and put a little candle on top and you can light a small candle on that stick above the coins and uh, just burn it for 15 minutes or 5 minutes. Whatever is right to you. You don't have to keep it burning all the time. You can snuff it out. Stick your finger, snuff it out in between. But I want you to pray about other people's money because I really feel that Your blockage can be broken when you realize how you can help others. So you can dress those coins with um, blockbuster oil. You can dress them with money drawing oil, whatever it is you want, road opener oil. There's a number of things of that nature. When that bowl is filled with coins and it will hold no more coins, one coin will fall out and then you can shake them all down and try again, but eventually one coin will not be able to fit in that bowl, and it will fall out. That coin is your coin. You will carry it as your lucky coin. The other coins I want you to hand-deliver, hand-give to an organization, not an individual, that helps the poor. For instance, a food bank, um, a homeless shelter, uh, something like that. Don't just hand it out to people in the street. It should be charity and meant for charity. I want you to take those coins and put them in a cloth bag, uh, not plastic, <laughs> and um, with you know, and tie the little bag of clothes or a drawstring bag. There should be quite a few of them. I want you to carry that bag like a little money bag and give it to the person in charge of a charity that helps the poor. And I want you to say to that person as you do so, um, this is for those who are less fortunate than I am. And... This is a way to draw favor and good money to yourself. Now, you can do the same with other parts of your life. You mentioned that your love life was non-existent. And I would recommend that you think about giving people an example of love. Now, I don't mean you have to have sex with everybody and give sex to the unsexed in order to share the wealth. What I mean, though, is... You know, give someone a hug. Give someone a smile. And there's no money in that. Um, give someone a hug. Give someone a smile every day. Uh, if you have no people that you see, um, uh, you know, smile at a flower. And, and Lara said in the chat, offering to babysit so parents can go on a date night. Offer love, um, but particularly since it's sexual love that you're interested in, offer the opportunity for friendship for smiles for hugs and for others possibly to have sex like lara said and um these things will help you be seen as someone to whom love will flow it's like tithe a tithe on love just give a tithe on love all right well that is um my idea um does anybody have anything to add on how about you lara
4: I would definitely like to see her do some uncrossing work. In addition, I know our show is focused on money house blessing, but I think that a good way to start would be to do a spiritual bath and cleansing and continue that into her house, clean the house, and then follow up with some of the money drawings that we've talked about, Cinnamon on our front steps um, into our doors And continue to do work We find that when we do work We increase our chances of synchronicity And increase our focus on what we're trying to gain I agree And because you had started off with the devil
1: card, right? I did, yeah Oh, you did oh, you did
2: that oh, yeah, that's yeah. a
1: very good point that when you get the devil card, you definitely need to do something to cleanse yourself get do some cleaning work um yeah uh, that's a that's a good point, and I overlooked it um and yes, um so when you do this work of offering love and and offering money to those who are less fortunate than you, as we say, you know uh, cast your bread upon the waters, and after many days it returns. This is the whole basis of tithing. And if you don't feel comfortable offering a smile or a hug to people, and some Virgos do not, think about offering help to um, animals in need of fostering or rescue. Think of offering help to plants that are damaged and may need a little piece tied up or a little pruning. Think of offering a gift of um, planting flowers where they can be seen. In other words, if you give, you will get. And I recommend greatly that those who want love must offer love, should offer love, and insofar as they offer love, they will have love returned to them. That's my advice. Um, And I I also wish you all the best. There were some difficulties in both of these readings today and I wish both People help and to join the community of people who do this kind of work. And as Ali said, um, you will have um, an increase of good luck during the course of the year 2020. He foresaw that. So Mm -hmm. be of good cheer because 2020 will be an improvement for you and it will be a better time for you. And uh, I think that that is um, the best way forward. For you is to Rest securely in the hope and faith That think good things are about to come Your way
2: mm, amen. Oh, And
4: Lara Say that out loud Lara She left a little post here I have a daughter who has Social anxiety so I understand Ways of trying To express love Without being put on The spot And leaving small Cards of gratitude anonymously for others is a really powerful way to tithe and feel good about yourself
1: great all right now thank you for mentioning the gratitude cards um and now we're going to have our network schedule announcement and um then lara will come back and give us our free spell on money house blessing
3: The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ollie, Sundays 3 to 4:30, The Crystal Silence League Hour with John Saint Germain, Tuesdays 5 to 6, Blue Flag Root Radio with Lady Muse, Fridays 4 to 5, and The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix Le Fay, Fridays. 6 to 7. All-time specific. Add 3 hours for Eastern. Sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com.
0: And now it's time for our free spell segment with Laura R- Rivera of the Techshire House RI R- on Facebook in Providence, Rhode Island. Take away, Laura.
4: I need to come up with a new website address for you. <laughs> <laughs> Our um, free spell today is a three-ingredient Thanksgiving money-drawing lodestone spell. It will involve acquiring one lodestone. Um, if you're from Texas, the bigger the better, apparently. As well as pumpkin pie spice and Bell's poultry seasoning. They have some wonderful herbs for our hoodoo work right in there. And we're gonna be posting what the different ingredients are for both of them and the value of those. But let me tell you how to use this. You're going to take a saucer and place the names of yourself and your family on the saucer and under the lodestone. We're gonna dress that lodestone with a little bell seasoning and a little pumpkin pie spice. Each day, add coins, bills, or lottery tickets to the saucer. Take a few to spend the next day and carry or carry them in your pocket. When the lodestone brings you some unexpected money or relief from a debt, pay him with whiskey, magnetic sand, or other interesting gifts. I recently got a pink bling dog bone for my Lodestone, and he seems to like it. Next year, <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Um, next year, remember to take your Lodestone out and wash them off of all those sticky seasonings, clean the coins and then set them back up with a new petition. Sprinkle them again with your Thanksgiving seasonings. It's nice to suggest if your friends and family Are um, superstitious at all? They could leave a coin there as well. I hope that you enjoy this and it brings the wonderful smells of family into your home.
1: All right, I love the idea of a pink bling dog bone for your (laughs) house. That's pretty funny. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, and, and the ingredients that we're talking about here, allspice is for money, ginger is for protection, uh, cloves attract good luck, cinnamon attracts luck, and um, um, these are um, fabulous. Oh, nutmeg, I forgot to mention nutmeg earlier, I hope I back mm, and nutmeg. put it in the chat log, oh my gosh, um, and um <laughs> there is a there is a page, and maybe Papa Newt can find that page on Pumpkin Pie Spice at Hoodoo Psychics, which was a page I wrote quite a while ago. And if you can find that um, page, it'll be of help to people. Um, and the um, bell seasoning, rosemary for protection, oregano keeps away the law, and also um, gossipy yeah. people. Sage is for wisdom. There's a tremendous amount of of um, wisdom in this ginger again for protection marjoram is drives off people who would harm you time makes your money grow and pepper is used for protection ah and the name of that page at Hoodoo psychics is seven common kitchen herbs that bring in money and um so these are things that people can use at home and um i wouldn't go anywhere if i was um you know wanting to Uh, travel and have just a little bit of some hoodoo stuff with me, always take your Bell's poultry seasoning and your uh, pumpkin pie spice tin with you and nobody will question it. They'll go, well, whatever, you know. Whereas if you have some sort of witchy looking thing, they might go, what is that, right? But those two um, mixtures have such a long use, a history of use by themselves. They really are
2: mm-hmm.
1: wonderful. There's nothing that beats them, and they're just as long as they're still being made. If they were not still being made, I'd be making them. I'll tell you the truth. Um, and um, it's a, it's really a, a mark of old school hoodoo that you can make do with things from the kitchen.
3: So. Mm, that's so true. So true. Yeah. And this is, I mean, this is also the perfect time to do it too. This is a Thanksgiving. If you're not working a little bit of your magic during Thanksgiving, you're doing something wrong. Or, you know, the family gets together. Make sure you're praying over the seasonings. Make sure you're praying over the things that you feed them. Make sure that you're fixing your house with the right scents, with the right powders. You know, you're, it's always crazy when family shows up. You always have the crazy racist uncle, or you know. So this mm-hmm. is this is the time. Use use the subtle means of hoodoo, fix that food, fix the house, fix the space. You know, make sure that the holidays, as stressful as they are, are just a little bit better. So I'm a, I'm a big believer. Perfect opportunity. Everyone's getting together. Make sure you do it right. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs>
1: yeah. And I like the the mention of mulled wine. Um, mm, and yeah. with the um, spices And I also For those you, for mulling wine You don't want to use The powdered pumpkin pie spice You want to use The whole uh, form And you can of course Buy mulling spices They're going to be called Mulling spices And I also like to use it For mulling apple juice Because I don't drink wine Very much And um, that is a great way To make a, a spiced cider Or you know whatever And you want to use The cinnamon as Miss Michael always mentions, um, stir with the cinnamon. Use the cinnamon stick
2: to mm-hmm, stir yeah.
1: your spices in and then drop it in after you've done that. That intentional mm-hmm. moment of stirring with the cinnamon stick is um, an added value, we might say. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well, I, I really want to thank everybody who's been here in the chat room. We have a... Uh, quite a few good people here. Covet gift 2, Dr. Sweet, Justin Sanders, Luminaria Star, and um, Mickey Esbeck, uh, Madame Bijou, and um, Tony I. Hi, Tony I. Um, it's really nice to know that people come out for this show and um, have uh, something to say in the chat log too. And you know, if you want to um, find out more about this type of work, you can always go to the Lucky Mojo Forum, and uh, that's at forum.luckymojo.com. You can have links to old shows, and you can also ask questions there. We don't do readings like we do here, but at the forum, you'll find a lot of good advice on all types of topics, and people like Kajman Ali and Larry Rivera and I have been answering questions of people at the forum. Since 2008, when dear Lara Rivera and her friends and helpers, Art and Company, set up the Lucky Mojo Forum. So, we wouldn't have the Lucky Mojo Forum without you, Lara, and I will always be grateful for that. And, um, Kanjamin Ali has been a forum moderator for more years than I can count.
2: I can't um, even
3: believe it's been that long. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It actually started in December of 2008.
3: Um,
1: oh, wow. Mhm. Yeah. So, um Lara, you've been a real helper to so many. And um just to toot your horn for you cuz you didn't um toot it at the beginning. Lara teaches courses and uh classes um through her Cheshire House. Ain't that right, Lara?
4: Yes, ma'am,
1: I do. <laughs> All right. So be sure to get a hold of her because she is a good teacher. And, and um, uh, Nagshiva in the chat room mentions Wilson Logan. Since Laura has got on to bigger and better things, <laughs> we have a new um, forum. Writing tech-
4: with you, bigger and better.
1: Yeah, <laughs> writing a book with me. <laughs> uh, we have a new forum tech guy named Wilson Logan and his strange Russian mystery pal, Leonad. Um, <laughs> who are meddling in the forum All right Well <laughs> I, <laughs> That was a, a I don't know what That was a call out to current events All right well I'm going to turn this over to um, Dear Papa Newt And he's going to give us our outro And then we'll all come back and say goodbye Oh but before we say Something for Papa Newt Ali, Have you been enjoying the impeachment?
3: Oh, have I? (laughs) All right. We've
1: all been enjoying the impeachment. That marks this in time. Now you know where we're at. All right. Let's turn it over to Papa Newton and see if he can make up for lost time.
0: Thank you, Miss Cat and Contraband Ali, and thank you, Lara Rivera of Cheshire, Rhode Island, and uh, Facebook on Providence, Rhode Island, for being our guest this week. We invite you to drive us next week when we have another special guest from the Association of Initial Religious. <laughs> and we work with John St. Germain of John St. and Knoxville, Tennessee, bringing us trouble neighbors and coworkers. Once again, we come to an end of another Lucky Video Report brought to you by the Lucky Motor Theory Company for California. You can find Miss Cat at the Lucky Form at form.com, Contraband Ali at the Lucky Motor.com and Miss Cindy California. I'm Pop New, in Behind watch like Major Hooty Rupert, can be heard every week live on Block Talk Radio, and we want you to come back next week and join us. Have a great time!
2: <laughs> <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. I heard that <laughs> Bye bye.